Hello there, I'm Aaliyah, and this is Netflix Coffee and Questioning Humanity. Okay, so today I am trying something a little bit different, which is no notes, just kind of going off the dome. So this should be interesting. It should be a lot longer. Like I said, I'm trying out the longer content. We'll see how that goes. But if you liked last episode that I did, which was extremely long, I definitely had a lot of notes for that because I had to deep dive into seasons of American Horror Story. That podcast was wild. I was like, no one is going to listen to this. Nobody. But it actually was very well received. So I appreciate all that. And update, I did go to P-Town, Provincetown to scope it out. And it is absolutely desolate, which I should have known as a Massachusetts resident. But I'll get into that after all of my sirens so I can cuss appropriately. But today's episode is going to be what is coming to Netflix. I haven't looked, I mean, I looked, I think like two weeks ago or a week ago, really close to whenever I posted my last episode because I was like, oh, this will be a fun idea. And I had every intention on doing it much sooner than now. But now all of those things are already out. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go through those another time. But here is just me completely first reaction to what's coming to Netflix. So I'm really excited. Friendly reminder that this is an explicit podcast, which means I may discuss explicit content while certainly using explicit language. So little ears, those easily offended, and my mom and dad may want to bow out. Now on with the show. Yes, that's my OG poor sound effect for all my OG pours. OG pours. That's like the dumbest shit I've ever said. Anyway, okay, let's start with P-Town. Let me give you a life update really fast. I went to P-Town or Provincetown a couple of days ago, and it's about a two and a half, three hour drive, which mm, that's all I have to say about that. But you throw Frenemies on, which is my favorite, favorite thing on YouTube right now. Another side note that I'll get into. This is supposed to be like a coffee cup side note. And an, a life update side note. And now it's turning into a Trisha Paytas is redeemed side note. So we're just like branching off into the inner depths of my mind. Welcome to my brain. Collect yourself, Aaliyah. This is why we have notes. This is why we're having anxiety over this no notes off the dome podcast. Okay. Numero uno, went to P-Town, went to Provincetown. If you're not familiar with Cape Cod, Massachusetts, holy shit, it's nowhere land if it's not spring to summer to early fall. Now myself personally, I have been in Florida for four and a half, almost five years, I forget, but for a long time. And so my memories of Massachusetts, even the city that I grew up in, have been fuzzy at best. And I haven't been to Cape Cod in probably seven years, maybe. So my memory is shot, apparently. So again, if you don't know Cape Cod, you cross this bridge called the Sagamore Bridge. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And once you're past that bridge, um, yeah, there's no civilization. And if you're like me and you mostly go in the summertime, 
you're used to, oh my God, beaches and fried clams everywhere and lobster rolls that are cheap. It's that is the vibe, right? So I was like, okay, it's off season, but it's on the water. Like there's nothing but water all around somewhere, someplace like for the locals has to be selling fried clams. I can get fried clams 15 minutes from my house and I'm like inland. Another side note, I'm trying so hard to not say like as much. I feel stupid when I say like just in case we didn't have enough side notes but back to Cape Cod so basically nothing's open there's nothing to do I see all of these locals walking their cute little dogs and I'm like okay well people have to eat somewhere no no I'm convinced they don't I'm convinced that they grow shit in their backyard or something or they just don't eat I don't know what people do I really don't and I have like family that lives down the Cape and I need to ask them my sister, my mom, they've all spent long periods of time down the Cape. So I I tried to ask and my mom's like, no, Elliot, there's nothing. People don't do anything. You have to go in the summer. But thinking as someone who grew up there, like putting myself in their shoes, I can imagine being disconnected and being in your own world and just being surrounded by nature is actually a really beautiful thing. I am just a city girl who has spent the last five years of her life in the tourist capital of the world. My Americanized ass has anxiety when I don't have a McDonald's or a Walmart 20 minutes away from me max, even 10 minutes if I'm being completely honest. Even if I have no desire to shop there, no desire to eat there, it's just comforting. It's like, okay, well, I won't starve to death and I won't run out of deodorant and I'll just have that nearby just in case while I'm on this road trip to the beach, I need a French fry and a deodorant. You never know. In summation, there's nothing wrong with Cape Cod and everything wrong with me. So there, there's that. Okay, now on to the second branch of what I am supposed to be doing in this coffee cup update. And that's what I'm drinking. In one of my YouTube videos, I can't remember which one. I think it's when I'm talking about like the scariest movie ever, like the science behind it. Because if you did not know, there's like a legitimate scientific experiment that shows like the heart rate of people watching certain scary movies. And I did a video on it because I found it super interesting. But in that video, oh wait, no, it wasn't even that video, was it? No, it was my Winchester Mystery House video. I tried this Joffrey's flavor of coffee and Joffrey's is like the official coffee brewer or brand at Disney World, Disney Vacation Club, all of the Disney's. And it was honestly the best coffee I've had in such a long time. And it was in the French bistro flavor, if I'm not mistaken. And it was a medium roast. So I was like, all right, I'm kind of a dark roast bitch, but you know, we'll, we'll try this out. But at Marshall's, I found the Peru flavor and I was like, oh, dark roast, give it to me. So I'm drinking that. It's got a little spice to it. It's really nice. I just have it with a little bit of Italian sweet cream and it's, it's definitely definitely full bodied, little spiciness to it. And I'm not drinking it right now, but I will make a bold uh, coffee announcement because I tried that stupid TikTok viral drink at Starbucks. I'm sure it's just viral everywhere, but it's that oat milk, brown sugar, blonde, shaken espresso shit. Whew, sold out everywhere. Can't find it. Like, let me look to see where it's at right now. Let's see. Oh my God. Oh my God, Starbucks literally just sent me a notification. They know I'm coming for them. They can read my mind. Okay, let's see. Let's go to order. Oh my God, you fucking savages. It's not even on featured drinks anymore because of you fucks. You've ruined it. Okay, let's see. Ice brown sugar, oat milk, shake, and espresso. Where's it at? Where's it at? Add item. Where can I get it? Where can I get it? Add item. Let's see. 
order unavailable, order unavailable, sold out, sold out, sold out. You fucking, oh my God, you guys are animals. All I want is this espresso again and I can't have it. But that being said, I get my Dunkin's latte with oat milk. I just usually get my caramel iced latte, as I'm sure you know. But now I get it with oat milk and it is friggin' delicious and it makes it last so much longer. I find myself not sucking it down as fast, which is a blessing. And it tastes really good with an extra shot of espresso as well. It's like the oat milk can handle that extra espresso. Whereas with my whole milk and my caramel shot, it's like, nah, this is too bitter. But oat milk already has that sweetness to it. And I feel like almond milk is like a bitch ass milk. I really do. Almond milk can't handle me. uh, So I needed something a little bit ticker which my oat milk is. And I believe it's Oatly. I don't know. I think you can buy it for at home, but I don't know. I just use Fairlife, that lactose free shit, because I am lactose intolerant and I'm starting to get old. And yeah, 27 hit me like a pile of bricks last week and I'm trying to take better care of my body, which means listening to it when it says, bitch, you cannot have milk. Yeah. And that was my second branch of thought. And my third branch of thought was that Trisha Paytas is redeemed and I don't care what you say. And if for some reason you don't know who Trisha Paytas is, just watch the Frenemies podcast on YouTube and yeah, magic. All right, I'm not going to do audio things because this is just like, I don't know. I feel like the trailers are going to be way too long, so I'm not going to do that. So we're just going to go to Netflix right now and see what's coming. Let's see. Coming soon. What is this? Haunted Latin America, season one coming Wednesday. Isn't today Wednesday? Oh my God, no, today's fucking Friday. Where is my brain? Haunted Latin America. Let's read this. Info. Info? Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, that looks terrifying. Real people, terrifying tales of chilling, unexplained and paranormal come to life with a dramatic reenactment of... Okay, so it's like a reenactment reality series. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, let's, let's watch this together. I guess you will hear it. Okay, so it's foreign language, but it has subtitles, which I'm fine with. Basically, it's this looks a lot scarier than what I thought it was going to be, which is not two sentence horror stories. But there is something I did for Halloween. I forget what the title is, but it was so dumb. It wasn't even scary shit. It was like a therapy session. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They did some bullshit dramatic reenactments that didn't even seem real, that weren't even scary. I It doesn't matter. It just, I thought that was what this was going to be upon first glance. Hello, Ragnar. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Ragnar, our producer and sound engineer, has officially joined the podcast. He's very confused because I have been recording in the living room in a comfy chair with a comfy setup, and now I'm in an office space, and he is very much not about it. He wants a comfy place to lay. Back to the Netflix. This is... Wow, this looks scary. Season one, there's another trailer where it's what looks like a young girl with a cross carved into her head and her eyes are like all black and glassy. Okay, we'll add that. Remind me. We'll add that to my list because that looks really good. You know, I like the spooky shit. Okay, let's see what else is next. What lies below? Scary, dark, suspenseful, supernatural sci-fi teen scream. Doesn't sound super appealing. Let's listen. It's a centipede, like a massive centipede. Oh my god, disgusting! No! He just lifted the log and showed all these mini centipedes. Absolutely fucking not. Nope. No. What's it called? What lies below? No, I don't want to know what lies below. Thank you very much. Thunder Force. 
Is that Melissa McCarthy? Singing Seal. Oh my god, no, I love this. Okay, that doesn't seem entirely interesting. I feel like listening to trailers does nothing. So basically, Thunder Force, coming April 9th. Two childhood best friends reunite as an unlikely crime-fighting superhero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. Hell yeah! Give them that super serum. Irreverent, goofy, exciting superhero action comedy. Yep, giving me life. Let's add that. Love that. Warren Stories. Limited series coming Thursday. connected to a piece of clothing. Okay, they're just like putting on clothes. It's not just a shirt anymore. In this funny, heartfelt, and moving docuseries, real people unpack the fascinating and quirky stories around their most meaningful piece of clothing. Quirky, heartfelt, intimate, inspiring, feel-good lifestyle. Oh, that's kind of interesting. That's actually really unique. I like that. I don't think I've seen anything like that, like regular docuseries about something that's so meaningful to person to person, but so irrelevant otherwise. What's my most meaningful piece of clothing? I don't think I have one. My Spanx? <laughs> Does that count? A lifesaver. This trailer has me intrigued. I must say some of the articles of clothing look very interesting. And I love shit like this for easy watching, like when I'm cleaning or if I want to take a nap and I want to have something on the TV. I like this. We'll add this to my list. All right, let's see this next one. Dark City Beneath the Beat. In this documentary, TT the artist captures the irrepressible bounce and infectious beats of a Baltimore club scene that demands to be seen and heard. The paradox was literally the nightlife. Oh, wow. The scene. First of all, her tights, this girl is wearing tights that look fabulous. Oh, double denim. Not okay. Denim on denim is not, nope, we don't approve ever. There is no way to make that okay. You know, that doesn't necessarily appeal to me, but it does look interesting. Coming April 15th, inspiring, feel-good, hip-hop, social, and cultural music documentary. It kind of reminds me of that swing documentary that I really liked, probably on a day where, again, I'm into something just being on in the background. The trailer did nothing for it. I have a feeling it'll be better than what the trailer says let's put it on my list the serpent is that sasha baron cohen no this looks wild this looks good in the 1970s merciless killer charles sabrage preys on travelers exploring the hippie trail of south asia based on shocking true event yep remind me please coming april 2nd slick Ooh, i've never seen that as a description on netflix slick dark suspenseful thriller True crime, drama, everything Aaliyah wants. I love that. Remind me. What is this? Oh no, not another one of these. Coded bias. Not so much. Oh wow. Interesting. Very Jabberwocky. I'm thinking, all right, what's going on here? Is it just because? Ooh, interesting. This documentary investigates the bias and algorithms after MIT Media Lab researcher Joy Bulawimi. Bulaminwini, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, uncovered flaws in facial recognition technology. This is very interesting. Investigative, social and cultural, documentary, tech, science. Interesting. Oh yeah, sign me up. Scare me some more. Like the social project. I can't remember names of shit lately, but that documentary that basically said, you're fucked regardless. Your phone already knows everything about you. Sorry. Ragnar, what are we eating? 
Ragnar, there is nothing in that windowsill that needs to be in your mouth. Not one fucking thing. Stop it. He's being bizarre. He's like licking the windowsill and there's no need for that. Coded bias is added to my list. What's next? Concrete cowboy. I don't like Westerns. Is this a Western? No, this looks too serious. That makes me sad. It's a no on that one. Let's move on. What is this? Social experiment. Nope, I already know the circle is stupid. Nope. Dad, stop embarrassing me. Season one coming April 14th with Jamie Foxx. A single dad and cosmetics brand owner figures out fatherhood on the fly when his strong-minded teen daughter moves in with him. Oh, wow. This looks so cute. Oh, yeah. It's it's a sitcom and it looks really funny and I love Jamie Foxx. So we'll we'll add that for sure. When does it come out? April 14th. Next up, this is a robbery limited series coming April 7th. Have you seen these paintings? They're worth half a billion dollars oh. and they disappeared 30 years ago. <gasps> oh, love it. Remind me. Sign me the fuck up. Oh, I love that shit. In 1990, two men dressed as cops con their way into a Boston museum and steal a fortune in art. Like a bill. Wasn't it like a billion dollars? Did I see that right? Or 10 billion? It must be 10 billion for art like this. Holy shit. I didn't know this was a thing. Are they still not caught? Oh, I have to look into that. April 7th, sign me up. Riveting, investigative, true crime, mystery, docuseries, heist. Oh, I love a fucking heist. Okay, done. Let's see what else is coming soon. Stowaway. No, it's in space. I don't give a shit. What's crazy is I actually really love space and I find it wicked fucking fascinating. But when it comes to space movies, unless it's a space jam, I just can't. I can't do it, guys. I don't find them interesting at all. I even like space books. It's just something about space movies. They're so fucking slow. That was it, guys. That was my TED talk. Thanks for coming. All right. What else do we got? white boy love it already this true crime documentary exposes new facts about alleged teen drug lord white boy rick and his lesser known role as fbi informant yep love it investigative true crime documentary corruption biographical the time traveler's wife absolutely not i have zero interest in that emotional romantic shit dolly parton musical tribute oh my god music cares tribute yep we don't need any further we love dolly in a star-studded evening of music and memories a community of iconic performers honor dolly parton as the music cares person of the year feel good music documentary concert pop culture movie Oh, wow. This must have taken place a long time ago because Miley doesn't have her shag haircut. We're going to watch it regardless. Yep. Added. My Fair Lady. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Coming Thursday. And if you're unfamiliar, My Fair Lady, it's uh, with what's his name? Rex something or another and Audrey Hepburn. It's a musical and it's from the 60s. And it takes place in the Edwardian era in London. And it's, uh, let's read the description because it can probably explain better than I can. But it's super cute. You have to watch it. When a Cockney flower girl takes elocution lessons from an aloof professor, he decides to introduce her to high society, transforming both their lives. Witty musical rags to riches. Also full description. <laughs> As I say this, full disclosure, the edible just kicked in. So this should get real freaky and weird. What's next? Anthony Mackie, done. Remind me, put it on my list. Synchronic. Two paramedics begin to question their realities after coming across several bizarre deaths linked to a new narcotic with mind bending effects. Okay, so what you're telling me is this is Project Power. Is that what it's called? Let's look. Let's take a look. Let's go to IMDb. Holy shit. Okay, 
Jamie Foxx is busy. Tyson, God is a bullet. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Oh my God. Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me, which we just talked about. The clone Tyrone. All-Star Weekend. He was just in Seoul. Holy moly, he's a busy man. Okay. But anyway, this is just Project Power, but... Anthony Mackie. So I'm going to watch regardless. And Project Power was one of my favorite movies of last year. So I'm okay. Mind bending, suspenseful, sci-fi thriller, mystery, sci-fi movie. Got it. What's next? Crimson Peak. Wasn't this already out? I'm pretty sure this was like something that was already out. I really don't care, to be quite honest. Coming April 16th, suspenseful period piece, horror, visually striking haunted house. Yeah. I mean, visually striking. I love that as like a genre. I love that. Okay. Well, you know what? Visually striking has me. Remind me. What the fuck is this with that kid gotten Matarazzo from fucking Stranger Things. What is this? Why is there prank encounters? Oh my God. Host Gatton. Is that his name? What a great name. Matarazzo pulls the strings on a new season of elaborate pranks. Oh, this is not new. Oh my God. They're, they're turning the Stranger Kids thing into Ashton Kutcher. Absolutely not. I don't condone this. Fuck this. Nope. Do not remind me ever. You no. I love you, Gatton. I, I love Stranger Things, but don't come for Ashton. What is this? Seven Yards, the Chris Norton story. Former football player, Chris Norton, who defied the odds in a devastation. Oh my God. No, that'll make me sad. No, sorry. It looks wonderful, but I'm not trying to cry. Madame Claude. In 1960s Paris, Madame Claude's influence extends beyond the world of sex work. Oh, hell yeah. A pimpstress? April 2nd. Fuck yeah. Oh, look at these subtitle or <laughs> look at these genres. Steamy, cerebral, social issue drama, organized crime friendship. What we're going to do after I read all of these is look at the steamy category because I need to see what steamy shit Netflix has for science reasons. Shadow and Bone, baby. Remind me April 23rd. If you guys don't know, Shadow and Bone is a fantastic book series. Love it. This is incredible. Just looking at the trailer, you just have to watch it. If you have not read it, please do. It's wonderful. Let me read you the description now. Dark forces conspire against orphan map maker Alina Starkov when she unleashes an extraordinary power that could change the fate of her war-torn world. So essentially, if you're into the epic fantasy type shit, like the Harry Potters and the Hunger, you know what I'm talking about. This is definitely going to be up there. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, this I believe is safe for most viewers that are younger. Oh, it says teen. So I would say this is, you know, safe for kids. The subgenres are ominous fantasy TV, teen action drama myths and legends. Fuck yeah. Shadow and Bone. Don't miss it. Not a game. Done. Coming Wednesday. This documentary offers an honest look at our fraught, complex relationship to video games from the perspective of gamers and their concerned parents. Yeah, people are so funny. Like, They're just so quick to blame something easy, like video games that fucked up their kid's brain. Your kids are fine. Spend time with them. Give them a hug. Investigative social and cultural documentary, text, Spanish movie. Oh, it's in Spanish. That's fine. Subtitles are a thing. Remind me anyway. What is this? Why are you like this? Cynical raunchery. I don't care. Gal pals. It looks dumb. Sorry scrolling right past that the big day oh cool though okay this is super cool it's it's like a reality show about indian weddings fabulous but like i don't really care about weddings my love six stories of true love super cute but not interested the way of the house husband what is this anime yeah anime and not really interested i'm trying to get more into anime but that that's not doing it for me that doesn't look interesting the stand-in is that drew barrymore 
It looks like Drew Barrymore. Her career in shambles, a reclusive movie star hires her stand-in to go to rehab for her, not expecting how much the lookalike will relish the role. This looks really dumb. I have to be honest. Absurd comedy showbiz movie. Movie? Is movie really a subgenre? Did we need to classify that? Okay. No, I'm not going to watch that. At Eternity's Gate. Wow, there's a lot of these. Cerebral, understated, intimate, dark, period piece, hidden gem. Wild artistic inspiration and emotional turmoil. Wow, the edible really fucking did hit. I can't even read. I feel like my brain is going two miles per hour, but I'm talking six times faster. Vincent Van Gogh's last year struggle. Oh, Vincent Van Gogh's last year's. Hell yeah, let's do that. Life in Color with David Attenborough. No, I don't care. I don't care about those nature shows. Sky High. Fuck you. Sky High. God Calling. The loss of child plunges Sade into suicidal depression, but her suffering leads to faith. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you got some assistance and found a way out of your dark place, Sade, but that doesn't look particularly interesting to me. What is this? Family Reunion. No. Is that Tamara or Atia? I don't, I really don't know the difference. I know one was on the reel and she was always super nice. The McCallans may be tight on funds, but the family never lacking in love as they power through heartache, loss, and adversity of all kinds this season. Oh my God, part three. So this has been out for a while. Sorry, this doesn't really look interesting to me. It looks like a kitty comedy. So I'm gonna pass on that. The Wedding Coach. I don't care about weddings. There's a lot of these. I don't really give a shit about weddings. What is this? Rockumentary. Heroes still... Sl- no, I don't care. I don't know them. Searching for Sheila. Journalists and fans await Ma and Amnad Sheila as the infant... Oh, interesting. Oh, I know him. Oh my God, I just saw a documentary on this. Remind me. Oh, fuck yeah. This is from the documentary that was talking about that group of cult people that moved in and just made a fucking town within a town. And then they like flooded the elections to get their officials in office. Love that shit. Yeah, I definitely have to watch this. Barbie, Chelsea, the lost birthday. You know what? As lovely as that looks, Barbie and Chelsea, I'm gonna pass. Into the beat. A teen ballerina discovers hip hop. Oh, it's like a fucking drama show. No, thank you. A night in paradise, hiding out. No. Slow burn, violent, dark film noir. No. Friends with benefits. I never liked that movie. Tell me when. Ride or die. Oh, another steamy. Steamy, intimate romantic drama lgbtq road trip on the run oh okay steamy ray helps the woman she's been in love with for years escape her abusive husband while on the run their feelings for each other catch fire that actually sounds really cute you know what i'm interested sign me up for the steam i love how i just said i'm not into the romantic girly shit but that looks different neza reborn it's just like a adult animation okay while living as an ordinary delivery man and motor racing fan neza encounters old nemesis i feel like this is getting super boring i was not expecting this to be so long there's so much new shit coming out i'll be honest none of this is looking particularly interesting it's a lot of cartoons there are a lot of foreign films and shows if that interests you there's quite a bit a lot of asian action stuff but yeah this is getting boring so what i'm going to do i feel like that's quite a bit of new stuff there's the end finally Nothing afterwards was quite interesting. Let's look at steamy. I want to look at the steamy category. Let's see what's going on here. Steamy. Oh, wow. There's a lot. MILF, desire, millennials. What a, What the fuck is millennials? Okay. A group of millennials copes with the pressures of adulthood by tackling diverse sets of problems from unemployment to cheating. Okay. I don't understand how that's raunchy. 
That's it. There's nothing steamy about the trailer. What a letdown. Dark Desire, Lang Tong, Easy, and Easy Girl, Yes God Yes, which is steamy and fabulous, and I highly recommend Yes God Yes. It was fucking hilarious. The girl from Stranger Things, the sister, the older sister. What an iconic subgenre. I live for that. But anywho, I feel like this is getting a bit long and I feel like going through every little one that I'm just going to be like no 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 at is going to be quite boring and if I am being a hundred thousand percent honest my brain is starting to not work so I don't want you to sit there and have to listen to me ramble about absolute fucking nothingness at an extreme level because in a normal mindset where I do not have a sour patch edible in my body I am just a train wreck to begin with but now add legal drugs to that mix and yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna cut this off I hope you enjoyed this sort of note-free, off-the-dome, little bit wild, little bit wacky, little bit intoxicated and caffeinated episode of Netflix Coffee and Questioning Humanity. I almost called it Coffee Beans and Horror Fiends, which is my YouTube channel, by the way, if you are interested. It's like a fetal channel. It doesn't have many views, but it's really fun to do, and I'm really enjoying it. I just recorded the evolution of Jordan Peele. So a little secret, whenever I decide to, you know, edit it, because it's just sitting in my computer right now. But anywho, thank you as always for listening in. And today I do want to share some resources where you can show support to support the Asian American communities. Today is the National Day of Action and Healing. It is Friday, March 26. If you would like more information on what actions you can take to support the Asian American community, you can go to AsianAmericanDayOfAction.com. A few quick ways that you can stay involved are joining in local efforts, sign a collective community statement, share ways to support victims of hate crimes and their family. That is, if they do want to share themselves and in an appropriate manner, please keep in mind that some victims do not want to be shared. They want to keep their identities and their stories a secret, which is totally fine. That is their right. As with anything, donating is very helpful. I I know it's very hard in these times with COVID and whatnot, but please keep in mind that every bit helps. The smallest donation, whether it's a dollar or if you are able, a hundred dollars, whatever you want to donate. A great place to donate as well as to get more resources is stopaapihate.org. It's a very simple website to maneuver. They've got a great function that allows you to report a hate crime incident in multiple languages. They also share relevant news and relevant reports. And it does have a four-star rating on Charity Navigator. So very, very reliable. And the most important thing you can do is just be an ally in your everyday life. If you hear something or you see something, say something. You don't have to be nasty. You don't have to make it aggressive. You can just open up a conversation, open up a dialogue. And that's with any cause that you feel passionately about. Have those conversations with your friends, family, loved ones, even acquaintances. Anyways, I'm rambling. Just don't be a shitbag person, essentially. A final thank you. I really appreciate everyone who takes time out of their day to listen to me ramble and slowly trail off into edible wonderland. And if you got to the end of this episode, please feel free to give a five-star rating on the Apple iTunes podcast. Even if you don't listen on Apple, that makes it easier for others to find me so others can join in on our hot fucking mess. Why not, right? Anyways, stay caffeinated, stay streaming, stay strong. Stay strong.